The Magnetic Lighthouse Podcast, Episode 9, Navigating the Loneliness of the Spiritual Path, with special guest, Russell Scott. Welcome to the Magnetic Lighthouse Podcast, where the spiritual learn how to shine their light and manifest their dreams. With your host and spiritual connector to all, Jamie Pritchard. The light is now on. Hi, my name is Jamie Pritchard, founder of The Magnetic Lighthouse and your spiritual connector. Are you a spiritually minded individual or business owner who is frustrated or stuck in manifesting a great idea and attracting financial abundance? Then I can help you. I've been leading individuals and groups and manifesting their spiritual purpose for over 20 years. I am launching a new spiritual mastermind group. This is an intensive forum where spiritually minded individuals and business owners just like you can take your ideas, hopes, and dreams and truly manifest them into reality. Through my group's facilitation and direction, you can expect not only to have your goals heard in a non-judgmental way, but you will be receiving direct feedback, support, action items, and most importantly, solid accountability from your spiritual mastermind group. You are no longer alone. Space is limited, however, to six members. If you are truly ready to manifest your purpose into reality, then contact me directly at jamiep at themagneticlighthouse.com for more details. Now, on with today's show. Hello, Spirit Nation. Welcome to the Magnetic Lighthouse podcast. I'm your host and spiritual connector, Jamie Pritchard, and I want to personally thank you for joining us. Tonight's episode is Navigating the Loneliness of the Spiritual Path with my special guest, Russell Scott, who is the author of The Awakening the Guru in You, Enlightenment Through Conscious Communication, The Co-Evolution Process. I've been reading this book, and let me tell you, there are some solid ideas and methods inside this book that can truly help you, our spiritually-minded listeners, shine your light and manifest your dreams. Before we get to Russell, it's time for your magnetic moment. The magnetic moment is the part of our show where I like to share some thoughts, ideas, and a bit of myself on the show's topic or a relevant theme. This segment is intended to get you, our spiritually-minded listeners, engaged and present in the show and disengaged from some of the noise that you may be carrying around with you from your day. So I want you to take a deep, long, meditative breath and just relax and simply listen for the next few moments. Tonight's theme is spiritual loneliness. In his book, Awakening the Guru Inside, Russell identifies in his foreword who he is writing the book for. While he identifies various groups, the one that is most relevant for our listeners is the following, and I quote, Some of us are just inherently spiritual. We were born that way. It's always been with us. We've had a hard time being materialistic because we know the juice is elsewhere. We are suspicious of authorities, even spiritual authorities, because we know the ultimate truth lies within ourselves. There is a vague sense of emptiness and a yearning inside, but the yearning somehow feels natural. How many of you, like me, identified with that vague sense of uh, emptiness that Russell refers to? I have to be honest with you. I know for myself that being a spiritual seeker in today's world is not only difficult, it can be next to impossible. First, you have to deal with the fact that no one else seems to be talking or thinking the same language or, more importantly, feeling the way you do. I know in my childhood home I was the touchy-feely one, and at times that was a dangerous position to be in. So I learned to hide my feelings and my spiritual inquiry in private, alone in my room. How many of you had this same experience? Second, we have to deal with the society's multitude of messages that is ever-increasing, ever-overwhelming, and ever-changing. Today's media and societal structure, in my opinion, are set up to do two things. First, they bombard us with messages that make us feel inadequate and helpless so that we buy books to make us feel better, products to make us look better, and shows and commercials that 
can at times really anesthetize us to wanting to do any serious self-inquiry. Second, they convince us that the only societal structure has the answers we long for. Go for a career, get a paycheck, benefits, work for 47 years, and then retire in happiness and bliss. Who could possibly want anything more? The main goal of this scheme is to keep us disconnected from ourselves and convinced that the system has the answers. So how can anyone possibly, in any real sense, develop a spiritual path with the constant attack that it seems to be within the DNA of the society we belong to? We could completely disengage, leave our societies, and find answers elsewhere. Many have sought this path. They've dropped out, they've gone to other countries and worlds, some call it societal detoxification. But the one challenge with this path is that eventually most come back to the society they have left. Reintegration can be a significant challenge, and it can be a lonely spiritual path. Or perhaps we could stay within the society we live and find our own spiritual path. We have to somehow carve out time for ourselves, silence our mind for a few minutes to connect and become more spiritually aware. We try various methods, prayer, meditation, vision quests, groups, books, but true peace and integration proves to be elusive. This, too, can be a lonely spiritual path. So many of us muddle through and have brief moments of spiritual awakening. We're excited by our newfound awareness, and we want to share it with others, our spouses and family, children, parents. And then they look at us with a patronizing look and tell us, that's nice, dear. They unfortunately do not truly understand, nor do they really get us. This really can be a lonely spiritual path. So what is the answer? It's not simple. It is different for each and every one of us. In my personal experience, it has involved the unwavering realization that peace and awakening is the responsibility of the person I look at every day in the mirror. It begins with you, because the answer is within you. So how do we take our spiritual journey to a new level? What other resources might we have at our disposal? For once in my life, I don't really have a definitive answer, but I know it does involve sharing my experiences with other like-minded individuals, and there are lots of ways to connect. How can we find some of these people? This program is one of them. Facebook groups. What else can we do? And when I thought of that, I was drawn back to Russell's quote, There is a vague sense of emptiness and a yearning inside, but the yearning somehow feels natural. We'll be right back after this commercial break with my guest, Russell Scott, and his views on navigating the loneliness of the spiritual path. If you have been inspired or received some great ideas from our show, then why not continue to receive them throughout the week? Hi, I'm Jamie Pritchard, your spiritual connector, and I want to invite you to become a Lighthouse Insider. As a Lighthouse Insider, you will receive direct notification of our upcoming podcasts, special offers and discounts on programs exclusive to Lighthouse Insiders, and inside information on upcoming and past guests, plus much, much more. To become a Lighthouse Insider, go to the Magnetic Lighthouse on Facebook, Click on our sign-up button and complete the simple information. I look forward to seeing you on the inside. All right. Welcome back to our show. You are listening to the Magnetic Lighthouse podcast, Episode 9, Navigating the Loneliness of the Spiritual Path, with my special guest, Russell Scott. Russell has read so many philosophical books, he has said he's become nearsighted. And sitting at the feet of many swamis was a strong contributing factor to his bout of athlete's foot. As a result of a very painful experience with a sociopathic teacher, Russell realized the folly of following and found the real guru in the least expected place in himself. The real awakening for Russell came at the Enlightenment Intensive Retreat. His experience there was so profound that it changed his life and he spent many years training in this method and teaching others how to overcome limiting beliefs, achieve greater success, and find real fulfillment in their lives. As an acquisitive individual and an independent seeker, 
he has developed a keen radar for spiritual teachings that either create dependency or liberation. Through his critically acclaimed book, Awakening the Guru in You, Russell has become well-known across Canada as one of the new generation of no-dogma spiritual guides. For 30 years, he has presented over 100 retreats and done thousands of hours of clearing in the process he calls co-evolution. He gets great joy witnessing people in his retreats fall off their seats in laughter when they finally wake up to who they really are. Welcome to the uh, Magnetic Lighthouse, Russell. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, I'm just so impressed at how you introduced the show, and uh, I'm really excited. Uh, you know, it's, it's uh, these kind of events where I just feel my, my soul is uh, so nourished, and uh, I'm really very, very pleased to be on, on, on this show with you. Thank you so much for uh, creating this space. Oh, you're wonderful. You're welcome. And uh, thank you for uh, for being here. Before we get into all the spiritual work, I always like to ask my guests uh, where they came from, um, what kind of background, uh, what were you doing before um, things changed? Well, um, I think um, uh, I got on the spiritual path very young. Um, I was maybe one of the luckier ones. Um, in a sense, um, whereas okay. some people get on the spiritual path, they've, they've been through their life, they've uh, looked back at their life, and they wonder what's going on, and then they start to delve deeper. I was about like 16 or 17, and I lived in the Thunder Bay at the time, and I used to okay. go out in the bush a lot, and um, and uh, I uh, would often do just being quiet. I never realized I was meditating. And at some point, something happened. I felt my something shift in me, and I, I remember looking at at, at, the, at a tree, and for some reason, I felt like I was that, that tree was me. I thought this is weird. And then I looked at the ground, and I saw the stones, and it was like, what the hell? I'm 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 over there too. What what's going on here? And then I I looked out at the bay, in Thunder Bay, there's this landform called the Sleeping Giant, and it's a uh, the landform that okay. looks like somebody is laying down. And I looked at that landform, and, and I was there. It was like, uh, and the sky, I put my attention on the sky, and I was like, that was me. And I, I I just felt like I was not only myself, but I was part of everything. I, I was everything. And um, I, I had no idea what that was all about. I, you know, I went home, and I was feeling really just elated and uh you know, of course, I you know I didn't want to tell my mother that I was God. Like, what would she think? <laughs> but that experience okay. it just opened the door for me, and it faded. You know, it was it was gone. Uh, you know, within about a day. But it was ever since then. It was like I realized there's something more than just this existence that we're we're living in. You know, nose to the grindstone. And um, uh, so it, it, that kind of became my, you know, the background uh, for my spiritual search. And, you know, I, I mean, I did uh, other jobs. I, you know, worked in commission sales. I was an addictions uh, counselor. Uh, I did all kinds of okay. other jobs. But the, but the, the search really started then um, for... This understanding the nature of life and self. So I want to a couple of things that just came up for me from that is um, you were uh, uh, one that sense that you wanted to tell somebody and similar to what I indicated uh, much the same thing even now um, there's there's just things that I would not tell people believe it or not that are close to me because they just wouldn't understand mm-hmm. and that. So you find the same thing too? Not so much now, but oh yeah, definitely. Okay. You know, when I was in my twenties, it was like there was this always this background, this sense of this uh, secret about myself. And um, you know, I had a number of experiences where I would tell people about it, and they'd there'd be this blank stare. You know, who do I who do you think you are that uh, you've had this exalted experience? 
Uh, you know, do you think you're Jesus, Jesus or something? Phone. Yeah, picking up the phone, uh, calling the yeah. local uh, mental health institute. Uh, That's right. <laughs> wondering what kind yeah. of juice you're drinking, that type of yeah, thing. Yeah, so it, it became very guarded. I became very, in some some way, uh, very vigilant uh, about uh, right. telling people. And I felt like in many ways, uh, you know, I was hiding in the closet. And I didn't want to like uh, expose myself uh, uh, because uh, I, I would be judged or looked at as as uh, absolutely insane. Uh, when the reality was, as later in life, I realized I was actually more sane than everybody else. I was living in a crazy world, and I was coming to sanity. Uh, but you, when you live in a crazy world, and, and somebody's more sane. Uh, often people are going to look at you as crazy. <laughs> Isn't that fun? Russell, I, I'm curious. I wonder what was the defining moment for you where you um, uh, where you decided to flip that, that you decided not to hide in the closet, that you decided to come out and say, this is who I am. Take, me, uh, take, take it as you will. I am a spiritual follower. What was that moment for you? Well, I think, um, you know, when when I was in my 20s, I spent a long time um, trying to get that experience back. And um, uh, I still was very guarded. And and, uh, even in spiritual groups, I I felt like, you know, I I can't really say what I experienced. I even felt like the, that uh, because I felt like people were there were many people that I I just saw people like totally in their minds and in their concepts and their beliefs uh yep. and uh they, they were just as deluded as anybody else in life so the defining moment was for me when uh, I came across this retreat called the Enlightenment Intensive and it's a self-inquiry retreat and um okay and there's this people work on this question, "Who am I?" and they work in pairs, and the whole purpose is self realization or awakening or uh having this direct experience of your true reality and on the second day um what happened was I suddenly woke up um, it was a sudden experience. I realized that I wasn't a figment of somebody else's imagination. I was real. Uh, I, I, you know, existed, and that I was totally myself. And I realized this, this, uh, my true self. And and the realization was that I couldn't be anything else than who I was. Was there's, there's, you know, I had no choice. I am who I am in my divinity, in who I really am. And I realized that I'm completely okay. And and it gave me the strength to uh, be not only to say who I am to others, but to more to be myself, my true self around others. And because I I knew that no matter what people would say about me, that didn't change who I was. So I I, you know, I realized the whole world could come up to me and say, Russell, you are not yourself. But this awakening experience was so solid that it was a fact and it didn't matter to me if people rejected me for who I was anymore so uh, uh, that was a defining moment this defining moment of realizing my true nature knowing that it's just that way and it doesn't matter whether people like me or not I will still be who I am and so you took uh, that and you uh, you actually started uh, some work. And you say that uh, you work with a particular kind of spiritual uh, people, the, the independent seeker. Tell us what kind of people these are and how you come to see, um, how, how you come to see you could help these people. Well, um, yeah, the, the, I think there's a particular segment of uh, the, the spiritual world um, of people that I call the independent seekers. And these are people like myself, and I'm sure like you, that, um, you know, they're non-followers. They're, they're, uh, 
they're not interested in following a religion. Uh, they're not interested in, in uh, you know, they may be listen, interested in listening to a guru, uh, but they're not interested in taking on that person's beliefs. Um, dogma, in a way, gives them a rash. Um, they, they, you know, you might call them the mystic misfits. They they don't fit into a, a, a religious path. Um, they're non-followers. They're, you might say, they're religious renegades or, uh, you know, anarchists. You know, religious anarchists in the sense that um, they want to find out what's true for themselves. Um, so uh, these people are, are much more deep thinkers. Uh, they're willing to face, uh, you know, not knowing, uh, and and they really. Um, take a look at the world and often suffer because they see not only the truth in the world, but they also see the lies and the untruth a lot more. And they, so they, they feel, they feel a lot more than most people. They're more authentic and real. And there's a deep yearning in them to know uh, the true reality for themselves, which I think is the underlining uh, thing about the, the independent seekers. And so because I've had this experience, you know, I, in my 20s, I, I, after I had this awakening experience, I, you know, I, I, I went and searched through many different spiritual traditions. And what I kept finding over and over again was that people were caught up in their heads. They weren't experiencing, the, the, you know, the realness of life, what it really was all about. And I got into despair and... uh uh, it led me into a very kind of spiritual depression. So I, I, I feel I really understand these kind of people, and the work that I do, which is self-inquiry, uh, where people are trying to experience the truth for themselves, but not doing it alone, is a, is a very effective way of awakening. And so I, I understand intimately the challenges of these kind of people. And not only that, but I have a way for them to find their own way. So you you talk uh you talk about the mystic uh misfits and not feeling part of things and, and I've discussed that as well. I felt that. I think uh most of the listeners that are on that listen to this show, that's one of the reasons why they, they're looking for um some answers. But uh you you have uh, stated uh, that uh, the independent seeker, one of the key characteristics is that they can easily feel alone and lost on mm -hmm. the spiritual path. Can you talk about this? What do you mean by that? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think um, the, the, the independent seeker is, you know, they're, they're led uh, by their heart uh, into this yearning to know what the true reality is for themselves. And um, that's a lonely path because um, you, you, we, we can't get the answers from anybody else. You know, it's it's like a dogma and religion is kind of like a fast food, you know, uh, but it doesn't digest well for the independent seeker. You know, we want the real stuff. And, um, it, you know, leaves a bad taste in your mouth. It gives you a rash. And so we are led into wanting to know the truth for ourselves, and that's a lonely path. And it, and it turns out that that is really the way it is for for most people in life, even if they aren't on a spiritual path. We are all individuals in life, and um, we, you know, we reach out from our own. Uh, individual suffering or individual pain to uh, try to know what's really going on. And the problem is not so much um, being alone. I think the problem is more that uh, it's a sense of disconnection. So, you know, we're really not alone. We're, we're surrounded by a, a beautiful world, uh, wonderful um, um, ecology, Nature is all around us. People are all around us. We aren't really alone. Um, the problem is, is that we're really disconnected from all of that. 
And so this is so disconnected from uh, this each, is, each other. You mean Russell? Yeah, we're disconnected not only from each other. We're disconnected from ourselves. And so in that disconnection, we feel this sense of aloneness. And um, it's it's almost like um, and and the reason that we're disconnected is uh, because we live so much in this world of thought and concepts and beliefs. Uh, we 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 view reality through the uh, the lens of our minds, and so we're not directly experiencing the world the way it is. It's you know when we look at a tree, we we think, oh yeah, a tree. Um, we don't spend a lot of time really, uh, you know, embracing the uh, the realness of that tree, the full experience of it. You know, what is it like to fully be a tree? When we look at another, it's like, oh yeah, that's another, that's a body. Uh, you know, if we see a person with a skin particular skin color, we we, we automatically right. think certain thoughts. So we're we're living in this uh, almost like there's this parallel world of uh, of of the mind, the way we've set up our world. Uh, it's mostly thought, mostly concepts, and and our true self is separate from it. Even even our sense of ourself is a concept. You know, we talk about self-image, self-concept. It's all it's all thought. It's all in the mind. So we're we're living in this, partly in this reality of the mind, and then partly connected. Um, so we have this sense of loneliness, but it's really a sense of disconnection from this uh, deeper experience of life. And the, and the independent seeker, wanting to know the yep. truth, uh, experiences this much more uh, than people who aren't spiritual seekers. And and that's, and I I um so so if I can just summarize what I heard is uh, there seems to be a disconnection between the mind and the heart. Um, I would yeah I would I would say that that's true but I think it's even more it's more that we're not okay. we're not uh, uh, experiencing life with the fullness of ourselves which includes okay. the heart. Uh, and. Mind. And that's right. It includes the mind and the heart. It includes the fullness of our being. Where okay. you know, I often define fulfillment as um, filling your life with the fullness of yourself. So the you know, we're not fully experiencing the reality of the world. We're 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 living in in the world of the mind mostly, which is very dry and cold, and distant, and um, you know, often uh, unsatisfying, and uh, you know, o- often we, we sometimes feel that we're in a, in a dream when we're living in in, in the mind. So, Russell, the one the, one of the questions I posed, and and I I um, this is not a, a simple subject for us to uh, to uh, delve into uh, in in a serious depth, but. What what does somebody do? You've you've got a uh, you mentioned in your book uh, one of the subtitles is about coevolution. Is that mm-hmm. a process or a method that might help us reconnect ourselves? Yeah, I could. Let me. Yeah, I'll tell you about that in you know a few moments. I, I think. Um, let me follow up on okay. what we can do. Um, okay. So I think. Uh, I think the realization, the first thing is to realize that the condition that we're in in this life is that, yes, we are alone. And and the real condition is that we're disconnected. And so if we realize that that's the issue, then the process is how do we we connect up with ourselves and with reality And, and, and not to avoid that situation. Okay, and most people in life are avoiding that loneliness. They're avoiding that situation of disconnect. You know, and we try to uh, medicate it. You know, through uh, you know watching a lot of television, alcohol, uh, overwork. You know, there's all kinds of addictions that we try to medicate ourselves with 
to avoid that. So, uh, okay. I, I think so, uh, to we we, could, we should go in. You were going to ask a question. Yes. I would just you you mentioned that that one we have to recognize the the disconnect and and that sometimes we, as I mentioned, self anesthetize. So what's the next step? How do we connect? How do we connect? Well, I think. Yeah, I, I think. Um, or is it that simple? <laughs> well, it, in some way, it's it's a simple idea, but it's hard to do. You know, <laughs> it's okay. Um, and and, and I so would I, I, I would that, say, definitely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would say, um, you know, as I, I mentioned, you mentioned in the book that there's a yearning inside, and to a certain extent, it, it feels difficult, but it feels natural. And so we should follow that yearning, uh, you know, when we're feeling disconnected, that you should follow that yearning to connect and and instead of avoiding our aloneness, go into it and spend some time alone. And and what what often will happen, and I've gone through this many times, is there there is this pain, there is this suffering, there is this uh sense of you know being abandoned by god and being totally separate and it's painful and but um you know many of the great masters uh who are who have brought spiritual teachings to the world have done this seclusion you know jesus did buddha did um they've all gone into their loneliness so um you know, spend a, a day, spend a, a day or two just being with this loneliness, this disconnect. And one of the one of the great questions to ask in that loneliness, in that disconnection, is who is alone? Who is disconnected? There's somebody there. There's there's the real self, even though we might not be conscious of it, that real self is the one that's asking the question. So we want to we want to connect up with that real self by asking, who's the one that's disconnected? Who's the one that's alone? And really spend time with that question. And what will happen is that you'll start to connect up in a more real way with yourself. And once you start to connect up in a real way with yourself, that's the doorway to connect up with the deeper reality outside ourselves. Um, you know, you might say the way to go without is to go within. Um, you know, and I you know, certainly advise people to come to one of my retreats where we do something similar like this, but not everybody can come to a retreat. Well, and so this, this process of... Yep. That brings a question up in my mind is is when you talk about um, about uh, being alone and one of the things that you mentioned, like spend a couple of days. Um, because I've done some self inquiry, that uh, you know that that doesn't seem like outside of the realm of possibility. Maybe taking a weekend, but for a lot of listeners and people, and myself included, uh, you know, if you had asked me that same question two years ago, I would have said a couple of days. Are you kidding me? Isn't there a McDonald's mm. version of uh, of this? Is <laughs> yes. there something that yes. I can just go in and and ten minutes I can I can have the the answer and the the information, or is there yeah. a way? Is there something in between? Maybe uh, is there some way that I can at least start to carve out a little bit of time to get used to that feeling? Well, any time you have time for that is good time. And okay. Um, um, you know, we certainly live busy lives, but uh, we can feel alone at any time in life. You can be on the subway around, you know, 40 people and feel alone. And you can ask that question, you know, and and the power of that question is, is this deep feeling of being alone. It's the... This, this, so when you're saying, yearning, like being with it for two days or something, it could be something that I... An inquiry that I ask myself all the time as I'm working it, when I'm when I'm yeah. having some downtime at work when I'm, thi- when I'm thinking to okay yeah Good. and and so it it can be done at any time like life in in many ways is our is our spiritual path uh, certainly going away on a retreat 
uh, from time to time is going to, you know, supercharge your spiritual path. You know, it's like your spiritual path going on steroids. Uh, But you can do this contemplation uh, in your life. And 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 uh, you know the ultimate experience is to to realize that that uh, we are all one. We're not all alone. We are all one, and we are deeply connected to the divine. Not only deeply connected, but we are the divine itself in individual form. And eventually, that will be the experience that will resolve this question of you know, feeling alone. Uh, but, you know, you can't take my word for it. You know, I don't want to express this as no, a exactly. dogma you have to believe. It has to be your own experience. But eventually, um, you know, the, 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 the path is to connect up with your true self. And that's what we're alone from. Ourselves. Yeah, we're, uh, we're, uh, we're alone from our true self. And once you connect up with the solidity and the aliveness of the true self, uh, it, it, it's like you can't, uh, you, you will not abandon that. Will, yourself will not abandon you anymore. You are conscious of yourself, and you cannot become unconscious of something that you've realized and become conscious of. It's there forever. Well, and and in my experience too, it's been a it, it's an awareness, uh, an awareness, uh, and I've had um, I've had moments I've had um, I've been on retreats, I've been on silent retreats, um, and I, I found for for me um, that what has what has uh, worked is I can't say I have one individual uh, guru, but I start. Uh, each uh, there's shifts with the, every time I I do something every day actually, um, and as I st- I just focus on it and even if it's a few minutes a, a day t- sitting down meditating for five to ten minutes on an inquiry or something that I'm uh, I'm interested in there's always uh, there's always uh, shifts um, um, through that. Um, mm-hmm. Not sure where I was going with that. Sorry about that, Russell. <laughs> Just yeah, that's it fine. Loud. Yeah, we're going where we're going. Exactly. There's a saying, you know, um, there's a saying, uh, a Zen saying, the best way to ride a horse is in the direction it's already going. So we're, exactly. we're going wherever we're going. <laughs> exactly. So any other um, any other um, skills or things that you could uh, suggest um, to the uh, to the listeners that you have found uh, helpful in um, in maintaining the momentum? So well, I, cer- things- I certainly think yeah, what what you've said, you know, uh, connecting up with others on shows like this uh, uh, certainly really valuable is 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 person to person contact with people that are like-minded so if you could uh you know one of the th- the great things about um you know last few years is there's meetup groups and uh so go on the internet and uh surf looking for a meetup of group uh, where there's uh, open discussion uh where uh, you, more people uh, independent speaker uh, seekers might meet so as uh, support groups uh, having so you know, could, connecting could up. search things like spirit you know spiritual groups or things yeah that that's right on meet up. that's a good point yeah yeah uh, in in Guelph here um we have a group called the uh, Guelph wisdom circle and we have a particular uh, self inquiry technique there we don't do very much teaching uh people come up with their own insights and their own wisdom and uh so you, you, you people could even form their own group uh, so right. I think it's you know this is this this whole idea of creating your own community um, is uh, is really important. Uh, the, the second aspect of that community is that it's one to one that you're actually relating uh, person to person, uh, and there's an exploration that's that's going on. So I think and meetup groups are great. There, there's and. In my experience, it's uh, I, I I identify with the things that you said about hiding. I I always find that uh, sometimes there's this little mask, and I'm careful about 
who I tell about my real uh, my real self. But the more that I actually the creation of this show was a um was one of one of the ways that I started to to uh, to come out and I had no idea when I started it um the people that I would connect to and now every day people are coming out of the woodwork and saying hey I really like mm-hmm. what you're doing and uh, I'm not saying that from an ego standpoint I'm just saying that from uh, the fact that um I'm thankful that I found other people that think like me <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. it just it makes me excited that people are either being touched or they're connected and uh that I'm not alone that I I you know I don't have to just just uh that there there are other people that think exactly like me wow how cool yeah. is that yeah i mean um, it's so amazing and i think the the thing that you probably did which we there's a point where we will get to which i call planting the flag it's like we we declare ourselves to ourselves and we declare ourselves to the world. I'm a spiritual seeker. That's who I am. I, that's part of my. That's my attribute. That's that's part of my soul. That's that's yeah. that's who I really am. And nothing is going to change it. And it's almost like you 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 don't have a choice about it anymore. And so it's just a recognition of it. And there's a certain uh, there's a certain peace that comes into it. And so it it starts with accepting oneself and, and declaring it to to oneself. I think the other thing, too, is what I'm seeing is is we are the ones that are going to be changing the world. Like, we're, we, it's, it, we are the natural ones. We're, we're not the ones that are crazy. We're not the ones so that are say, abnormal. When you say we, when you say we, we're talking the independent seeker. That's right. Yeah, I'm talking about okay. the people that want to be free from their minds, that are looking deeper into the nature of themselves, into the yep. nature of consciousness, and wanting to experience the true reality. These are the ones that are going to change the world because the world has been created through thought and through belief. You know, we we um, uh, the the it's like um. Uh, Krishnamurti, one of my favorite uh, authors, says that we are the world. That uh, when we change ourselves and particularly get out of our minds and our concepts, which we're trapped in, and uh, approach the world from the the more authentic, true part of ourselves, we bring that into the world, and that is what's ch- going to change the world. And not getting stuck and thinking that, um, you know, this spiritual search is weird. It's actually natural. It, it's part of our being. And more and more people uh, are starting to uh, find that out. Um, yeah. And, uh, it's part of our nature so to inquire, to want to know. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong Russell, with that. Fantastic, yeah. I, and I, I, got, I totally, um, I totally agree. And uh, as, uh, and I must say that, that um, the the journey I, I find uh, for myself that it's not something that even though we plant planted the flag and uh, made that declaration, it's not a straight up uphill. Um, it's not like a, it, there. There's balance, but there's ups and downs uh, still. Mm-hmm. A lot of people yes. are. I think a lot of people, when they say, "Oh, you know, I'm 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 very happy and peaceful and everything," uh, they they don't believe it. Um, and I think yeah. the reason for that is that what what the part that uh, that people aren't saying is that, "Oh, I still I still have ups and downs and doubts and uh, and and that, but that's uh, that's still there." If somebody wants yeah. to, uh, Russell, you've got some other uh, some work that you have uh, coming up. So if uh, we wanted to do some of uh, this uh, work, you have a, a retreat coming up called Coming Home. Can you tell us about this? Yeah, yeah. The Coming Home is a process that I call assisted self inquiry. So very simply, it's a method where people help one another to inquire into the nature of of self and truth. So people sit across from one another. And they ask this question, tell me who you are. And then they communicate what they can come up with. Now, there's, uh, there's more to it than that. But it's, it's a process of, it's a three-day retreat 
where people inquire into okay. these ultimate questions like, who am I? What is the nature of life? What are others? Uh, what is my purpose? And um, there's no teaching of dogma. I don't teach anything on it except the technique. And I just support people okay. to go deeper and deeper and deeper into this question. And the sole purpose is to come to this spontaneous experience called awakening, where suddenly you get totally connected to who you are. You become alive from the inside. You feel whole again. You don't feel empty anymore. You feel full. And wow. um, so that that is uh, August the 28th to September 1st, the four-day portion. Then there's a seven-day portion if you want to stay uh, on for the seven days. So if people are interested in that, they can go to my website, uh, www.awaken.com theguruinyou.com so that's uh, awakentheguruinyou.com and they can look on the website on coming home retreat and I'm going to offer uh, a special offer to anybody that's listening now or later Um, yeah um, I was giving a $250 discount on the retreat uh, that ended um July 15th, but I'm going to extend it to anybody that's on the show. Uh, so that's and available. What we'll do to help you support that, we're going to uh, put that in the post when the uh, show um, when the show is uh, posted. So uh, individuals with the at the website and that special offer. So that and I also will send that out to our Lighthouse Insiders. Um, yeah. Our uh, our distribution to let them know that that offer is uh, is available uh, that is available to them. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. And uh, one and more thing. Like, yeah. Sure. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I just uh, I just more? came out of the blue about like two minutes ago. <laughs> I wanted to okay. to, to really uh, give people a, a just a wonderful offer for listening in. And the other thing yeah. is, I have a free downloadable book on my website called uh, the Independent Seekers Guide. So if they go to uh, uh, you know Awaken the Guru in You, they can download that for free. And uh, as well as my book is on the website too. They can they can and purchase I have, that. Uh, I have not had an opportunity. I have downloaded the the book. I was uh, more interested. I was really taken um, um, by uh, your your book. And if somebody wanted to buy the the book, we can get that through the website as well. That's right. Yeah, I, I appreciate if you would do it through my website rather than Amazon because uh, Amazon gives spiritual writers very little. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> to support so we will, them. Uh, <laughs> uh, there lies the rub, eh? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right, yeah. Russell, I wanted to uh, thank you uh, very much for uh, coming on the show and uh, dancing with me um, here at uh, the at the Magnetic Lighthouse. I find uh, I have found your your insights uh, personally um, very um, enlightening, and uh, you are. Um, a very centered individual is the sense that I that I get. You know who you are, and you uh, have a great ability to uh, to share that. And for our listeners, I encourage you to get engaged uh, with Russell. We will uh, help you do that uh, through our Lighthouse uh, Insiders, as well as um, through our posts. Um, and uh, if you know of others that can benefit uh, from some of this, let's get the word out. Uh, this is a Russell is doing some fantastic uh, work and helping people awaken to themselves. Um, so I, our uh, our next show is uh, going to be our tenth episode actually, and I've got something special on uh, for you. To celebrate, we're tackling the subject of the divine dance between the masculine and the feminine. The show is actually going to be a special one-hour show with four previous guests, Nicole Jansen, Richard Arsic, Sheila Kelly, and Nick Pereira. Each of them are going to share their thoughts and struggles and their own personal stories with the divine dance, how it has held them back, the transformation they experienced, and how they have maintained the momentum today, and more importantly, how, how it uh, affects you as our spiritually-minded listener. That show will be available next week, August 3rd at 7 p.m. on iTunes and Stitcher and through the Magnetic Lighthouse uh, Facebook page and through uh, Blog Talk. Um, 
as for this show, uh, this show will uh, be will be available on uh, Facebook later the uh, this evening after ten o'clock, and you can also get that on iTunes and uh, Stitcher. Just search the Magnetic Lighthouse. And as uh, is my custom here, I always ask um, my uh, guest for a quote uh, for the week to uh, finish off our show. And uh, Russell, you have something for us. Yeah, this is a quote by Eric Fromm, uh, one of the uh, authors uh, in the 60s and 70s. Uh, He says, there's no better example that can be cited for individuals who are deaf to the question posed by the existence than we ourselves living in the 21st century. We try to evade the questions of who I am and what is life by concerns with property, prestige, power, protection, fun, and ultimately by trying to forget that we, that I, exist. No matter how often we think of uh, truth or go to church or how much we believe in religious ideas, if we, the whole of man, is deaf to the question of existence, if we do not have an answer to it, we are marking time and we die like one of the million things that we produce. <laughs> thank you for that, uh, Russell, and thank you for uh, for being on. I'm looking forward to keeping in touch with your work and uh, the work that uh, you're doing for others. I'm Jamie Pritchard, your spiritual connector and host. Remember to always have the courage to shine your light and you will manifest your dreams into reality. Thanks for listening. Be sure to head on over to our Facebook page to see our episode posts, upcoming blogs, and sign up for our Lighthouse Insider newsletter. It is better on the inside. Catch you next time at the Magnetic Lighthouse.